Oh gosh, this is so incredible, you guys. This changed my life when I, when I realized this in a deep way. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. We did a series a number of years ago called uh, Come to the Altar. It was all about worship. And one of the points we were trying to make was the heart of religion. I mean, going across the board, from the beginning of time to now, whenever there was any kind of world religion, and actually even, even any kind of local religion, any religion whatsoever, the heart of religion wasn't just the creed. Like, it wasn't just, here's what we believe, although that's really important. And the heart of religion um, wasn't just uh, morality. Like, here's how we live, although that's really, really important too. But if you look at world religions from the beginning of humanity up till now, you recognize is the heart of religion is worship. Is that sense of like, okay, we need to come before the God, whoever the God is, and offer something. So I would say this, the heart of religion has been worship. Like that's, that's the key thing we do. And the heart of worship is not just gathering, it's not just singing songs, it's not just listening to like whatever sacred texts people have. But the heart of worship is sacrifice. So we say it like this, the heart of religion is worship and the heart of worship is sacrifice. Basically taking what one has and saying, God, I give this to you. So in the Old Testament, you have the, sac- the, the first fruit, sacrifice of the first fruit. So, you know, the, uh, the first goat or lamb or ox or whatever to open the womb. That's what we give to the Lord. Um, the first fruits of the field, the first fruits of the vineyard. Those are given to the Lord and they're offered as a sacrifice. Or we have cereal offerings or there's grain offerings. That's the same thing, I think. There's thank offerings. There's all these different kinds of offerings all across the board in the Old Testament. Why? Because the heart of religion is worship. And the heart of worship is now give God something that's of value. Give God something that's of value. People can stay on the surface that way, obviously. I mean, in the Old Testament, God even says this through his prophets. He says, do you think this is the worship I desire? That you um, would just give me the bulls and the goats and the ox and the rams, all those kind of things, but not change your hearts? He says, this is the sacrifice I desire, sacrifice of mercy. Or this is the sacrifice I desire, the sacrifice of humility. The sacrifice I desire is a sacrifice of obedience. Like all these things where God is basically saying, yes, that sacrifice on the surface is what I asked for. But what I truly desire is I truly desire the sacrifice of your heart. I say that because for two reasons. One is, because sometimes people would say, oh, but what really matters is to give the Lord your heart, right? Not just the sacrifice that's on the surface, but to really give God your heart. And I would say, yes, 100%, absolutely. But they're connected, right? It's not like one or the other. It's as we give God our best, as we give God what's precious to us, as we give God a sacrifice as the heart of worship, we're also giving him our hearts. So our hearts should be connected to our sacrifice. So that sacrifice of worship should be connected to a sacrifice of a contrite spirit or of a humble heart or merciful heart or obedient heart. So yes, it shouldn't just stay on the surface, but also it has to be both depth and surface. Does that make sense? The second reason is because people will say, oh, it doesn't really matter. All it matters is your heart. You don't really have to give the Lord anything of, of precious value because all the sacrifices are gone. No, because what we realize, right, is that, gosh, yes, actually, if you look around uh, Christian churches, Worship is gone. Yes, there's praise and worship, right? Where we sing songs um, and where we pray to the Lord. But worship, truly as worship, which means sacrifice, is no longer there. In fact, the only place you're going to find the sacrifice is in Catholic and Orthodox churches. Where they have a what? They have an altar. It's not a table. It's an altar because what do you place on the altar? You place the sacrifice. 
the once for all sacrifice of Jesus is represented in an unbloody way. This is technical words, but it, it means a lot. The once for all sacrifice of Jesus is represented in an unbloody way in the form of bread and wine that actually become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And what do we do? When I was 16, I recognized Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist. Like this is blew, blew my mind. And so to be able to receive Jesus in Holy Communion, incredible, amazing. But then I realized, wait, but the heart, like the, the what we're really doing is not simply, we're not, we don't go to Mass simply to receive communion. We go to Mass to lift up the sacrifice. We go to Mass to lift up the sacrifice of the Son to the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit. So the big moment in the Mass is, I mean, there are a lot of big moments, right? There's a moment where the Eucharist actually becomes the Eucharist, where bread, what was bread is no longer bread. It's the body of Christ. What was wine is no longer wine. It's the blood of Christ. But the moment is when the priest says, through him, with him, in him, the him being Jesus, through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Heavenly Father, forever and ever. That's that right? I think I said that right. That's the moment, right? That's the moment we're offering up the sacrifice of the Son to the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit. <sighs> That's the moment that every single one of us should be dialed in and saying, what I'm doing now is offering that sacrifice. Now, why do I bring this up? A, because it's the most important thing we do, because the heart of religion is worship, and the heart of worship is sacrifice. But also, I've been able to fill in at a lot of churches around the area for the last couple months. And one of the things that I realized is people bring kids to Mass, which is great. But here's what happens. When people bring kids to Mass, a lot of times they say, I, they say, Father, I didn't hear a thing you said in the homily. I couldn't pray at all. I had no moment of relax, relaxation, even hard, hardly had a moment of focus. I was so distracted by my kids that I tried, but I feel like I didn't get anything out of Mass. And I'd say, oh man, that is so incredible. Why? Because you might not have gotten anything out of Mass, but you gave something at Mass. And the whole point, right, the whole point of Mass is not to get something, although we get incredible gifts like God's Word and God's Word explained and the actually Word made flesh given to us in the Eucharist. But the whole point of Mass is to give. Remember, the heart of religion is worship. The heart of worship is sacrifice. And what did you get to do? What did you get to do if you showed up with your kids and your kids were squirmy the whole time, if they're crying the whole time, you had to get up and walk to the back a thousand times during the course of the Mass? You got to offer a sacrifice. My gosh, think about this. Because on the altar, there is the great sacrifice, once for all, of the Son to the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit. But you got to sacrifice your peace and say, Lord, I unite this distraction to your sacrifice. You didn't get a, you didn't get a, a single insight from the gospel or from the homily, but you get to say, Lord, I missed it all because I'm taking care of this kid. This kid, my child whom I love, <laughs> I offer that to you as a sacrifice. I join this distraction. I join this distraction I call my beloved child. I join the sacrifice of taking care of this beloved child who's a distraction right now. I offer that and join it to your sacrifice on the altar. I join it to your sacrifice from the cross. That's the, that's the thing. It's like even you can show up and the people around you are singing horribly or maybe the, the I mean, maybe everyone's singing horribly. Maybe the priest is horrible. Maybe everything's horrible. Maybe you're super hot. Maybe you're super cold. Whatever this is. Maybe you're in pain. Maybe you can't focus. All of that, all of that can be joined to the sacrifice on the altar. So there's actually never a time when you go to Mass and it's like, I can't, I can't get anything out of this or I can't, uh, I'm not participating. Like, no, 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 actually you are. Because especially when you're distressed, you can say, Lord, I place whatever this distress is, even if it's like really 
um, childish, because I have those where I think, oh, I'm so annoyed by whatever the thing is, and I realize I'm being, a, I was gonna say turd. I don't know if I can say turd on this channel. Being a dummy, dumb dumb, whatever, childish. Lord, take this, whatever this annoyance that I have, and I give it to you, and I unite it to your sacrifice on the altar. Use it, and that can be a sacrifice. The fact that you even showed up to Mass, for crying out loud, and you're doing something other than whatever you would rather be doing, that's a sacrifice. So there's, there's no time when you shouldn't go to Mass. Your kids are too squirmy. You didn't get anything out of it. I get it. Like, I, that'd be so hard. But you were able to offer that sacrifice with the sacrifice of Jesus, the Son, to the Father, and the power of the Holy Spirit. You know what that sacrifice does? It gives the Father glory and it absolutely saves the world. So next time you go to Mass, offer your sacrifice with the sacrifice of Jesus and give the Father glory and save the world. For all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.